0: Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Hapraset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that we can hear your word. Lord, you promise us that when we meditate on your word, we keep your word in our mouth, in our heart, and we observe your word, your law, your commandments. We shall make our way successful and prosper. Lord, we know, Lord, that your word is the best food that we can take into our life. And we want to really become a doer of your word. Father, give us grace and power to practice what we learn. And we will see the result, the manifestation of the fulfillment of the promise of God in our life, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you are so faithful and you will teach us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Last Sunday i was sharing about not practicing prejudice discrimination favoritism or judge people with an evil thoughts and treat people unfairly because of the differences between us and other people there are many ways that people can discriminate one another such as language accent tribe nationality, skin color, social, backgrounds, educational backgrounds, financial background, or experiences, denomination, and how long you have been in a church. Oh, I've been in a church longer than you. There's so many ways that people can yield to this way of the flesh. The flesh will tend to discriminate and practice prejudice. But we are not people of the flesh. We are people of the Holy Spirit. We want to be spiritual people. People who yield to the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we don't want to yield to the flesh, which involves the prejudice, discrimination, favoritism, and judging people. But today, I would like to go into the second part of the sermon. This second part talks about the way we should respond when we have been mistreated or unfairly treated or people practice prejudice against us. Let me ask this question. How many of you have faced the situation that people discriminate? You raise your hand up. If you don't raise your hand, it means you're so good. No one discriminates you at all. Wow, you're so good. <laughs> we all face discrimination and judgment and also prejudice in life. All of us. No matter who we are. How are we going to respond to people who really practice prejudice and discrimination against us? We're going to read many scriptures and make a conclusion. I give you six principles today. I'm going to go very quickly share with you how we respond to this unfair and prejudiced world. Let's look at the first principle in Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. But seek aim at... And strive after first of all his kingdom and his righteousness. His way of doing and being right. And then all these things taken together will be given you besides. First of all, we need to make a decision that God is our source, not man. God is our provider. God is the one Who will pay us back. And He will take care of us. Heal us. Save us. He is the main source of our life. Not man. Therefore, as we realize that God is our main source. Of strength, victory, success, prosperity, healing. Open door. Paying back. All kind of things. Good things come from heaven. We need to make a decision. To seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness first. In other words, don't keep your eyes on people. People can disappoint us. People can fail to keep their promises. They can discriminate us and mistreat us. But God is our Father. He can help us no matter what happens. God can still help us if we seek His kingdom first. I accepted Jesus Christ in 1981. And since the first day, I have been seeking the Lord all these many years, 39 years already. I rarely miss church as, as, unless I have an emergency surgery at the hospital. Or I was sick or something, but rarely sick anyway. I always read the Bible. I always commit myself to serve the Lord. To seek his righteousness. I don't want to sin against God. I repent quickly. And I want to encourage you to be that kind of believer. That you seek the kingdom first. The priority in your life is God. And to please him. You're in the word. You're filled with the Holy Spirit. You love the church. You worship God. You serve him. You use your talent. your gift to serve him. You're faithful. You build his kingdom. You repent easily when you know that you are having a bad attitude or doing wrong things. And you study the word to understand who he is. What is his promise in the Bible? Not really that. You learn in the Bible. You study the Bible to find out who you are in Christ. So you don't depend on man's opinion. You don't live in the fear of man. Man can say this and that towards you. They can put you down, but you say, No, 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 no. I don't live by your opinion. I am healed. I am saved. I am prosperous. I'm good looking. I'm beautiful. I am smart. God give me wisdom. I am anointed. I am a child of the living God. God loved me. I am the apple of his eyes. I am saved. I am my family. And my household will serve the Lord. I am a victor, not the victim. You need to look at yourself the way God talked about you. Because you keep your eyes on God. You seek the kingdom of God first. You are the person of the kingdom. You are the child of the kingdom of God. So you see yourself as a person who is a modern conqueror. So everywhere you go, no matter what people think about you, talk about you, you are not really affected by their opinion or by their action. And not only that, when you study the Bible, you can see that God really think of people in a loving way. He see everyone precious and important. Jesus died for everyone, every tribe and language and every personality. So you look at people from the eyes of God because you seek the kingdom of God first. You look at people with love. I like what Jesus said, On the cross, he was persecuted, whipped, crucified, nailed on the cross. But before he died on the cross, he said, Father, forgive these people. They do not know what they are doing. Well, when I read that scripture, I know right away that God is so loving. He loves even sinners and people who really torture him. I want to be like Jesus. I want to seek this way. So I'm going to love people even though they do not treat me nicely. I want to be like Jesus Christ. When I first moved to America, I used my own example. When I first moved to the U.S., I remember I did so many, many weird things because I came from another tradition and another culture. The first day I went into the operating room at the Harbourville Hospital. I changed my clothes, I took off my shoes. <laughs> Bare feet. I was looking for the slipper. Because in Thailand the operating room, doctor wear slipper, not the shoes like this. So I don't see slippers, so I just take off my shoes and put the cover on my feet. And when I walked out into the operating room, all the nurses look at me. What kind of doctor is he? And I spoke with accent. I went to the ER and talked to the patient and the nurses. And they say, what? I don't understand what you're talking about. And they look at me like, like a, uh, a come, somebody come from the moon or something. <laughs> I come from out of the space somewhere. When I talk to the patient at the veteran hospital, the first thing they look at me, oh, Viet Cong. Viet Cong. He came from... Not Vietnam. They don't want to talk to me right away. They really look down on me right away. But because I know who I am, I was not affected by their behavior against me at all. I still smile. I remember many American doctors really give me a hard time. They even ridicule my accent in front of the nurse. When I was standing there, They would speak to the nurse with my accent. I was standing there, wow, this is interesting. I was discriminated against, even though I'm a neurosurgeon, come from Thailand. But I still smile. Every time I greet them, I see them, I say, hi, how are you? Within a year, everyone become my friend. Everyone loved me. And I got the plague, the reward. Humanitarian doctor, first surgeon at Hubbardville Hospital, who got the reward of being a humanitarian doctor at that hospital. Why? Not because I'm a great guy, but because I seek the kingdom of God first. And I decided to grow up spiritually, to become more like Jesus, so that I can be the salt and the light of this world. So that when people see me, they see Jesus in me. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 20, So we are Christ ambassadors. Are you Christ ambassador? When people see you, they see heaven. They see Christ in you. God is making his appeal through us. We are the one who bring the gospel to people. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. So the second principle, not only that, we seek the kingdom of God first. And let God bless us. Number two, we want to be an ambassador of Christ. When people see us, they don't see Satan. They don't see the devil or demons. They see Jesus. We smile. We laugh. We are gracious. We love people. We are giver. We help people carry things. When I first came, I remember that I have the right to perform surgery as a student. But I say, friend, You perform surgery, I help you. I give this case to you. I was giving to my junior doctor to show love. This news went up to my boss that, wow, we love to work with doctor. He's so giving. He's a generous man. My boss liked me so much because I never take advantage of anybody. I want to be Christ's ambassador. I want people to see Christ in me. In Matthew chapter 5, 19 to 16, God blesses those who work for peace. For they will be called the children of God. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right. For the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you. And say all sorts of evil things against you. Because you are my followers. Be happy. About it. Be very glad, for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. You are the salt of the earth. But what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop. That cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand. Where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way. Let your good deeds shine out for all to see. So that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Make a decision please. To be the salt and the light in this world. No matter what people act and do. You just do smile. Loving. Gracious. Happy. Speak positive. Bless people. Pray for people. <laughs> this morning, I make a little bit of mistake. I was hurrying to come to church. And I came to the light. And suddenly, I did not watch the light very well. Then suddenly, the light came up. And I had to stop. Right away, I don't want to get a ticket to pass a red light. But because I stopped the car just on the place where people, the line, the people walk across the street. So my car was on that. When I look back, I want to back my car. But there was another car behind me. So I cannot back off. (laughs) Three people walk on that cross. Normally that early morning, no one walk around. Three people walk on that walking path. Like this to me. All of them. Three of them. Two older people and one younger person walked by. Made their face like this because I look Asian. And they're like, you don't know what you're doing. Why you drive your car on here this is a walking place. So I smile. I didn't react. I did not get mad. I was calm. Bless you. I want to be the salt and the light of this world. I don't want to yell at them. Open the window and scream at them. You don't know I'm a 30 degree black belt of taekwondo. I can kick you. No. I just show love. I just calm and shine the light of God toward them. Amen. Let's make a decision to be the salt and light, to be the ambassador of Christ. Everywhere you go, you respond to the situation in a godly way. Let's just make that decision. How many people say, I'm going to do that? Do you do your best? Okay. I trust you that you can do it, okay? By the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's look at the third principle. Matthew 7, 1 to 5. Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye? and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye. How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You, hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. The third principle in living in a society where people look down on each other, show prejudice and discrimination toward each other. We should not judge anybody, even though they are different from us. Sometimes we get judged by people, we judge them back. Sometimes people talk bad about us, we talk bad about them back. Because we start to follow their pattern, their way, by judging this and that, we should not judge anybody. We should only love and lead people to Christ. Do you know the answer to mankind is not the church rule, the church law. The answer to mankind is relationship with Christ. You love them to bring them to Christ and let them love Christ and Christ change them and the society will be changed. The answer is not the rule. I chair this morning about what happened in another country. This is a small church that they meet in the park because the government will not allow them to come into the building like this yet. There's so much pandemic in that country. So about 10 people show up, but one of the 10 was a daughter of a member who may not be a believer. This daughter, maybe, I don't know how old, young lady, walk into that meeting with a short pant because it's so hot out on the park. Right away, the leader of that church, come here. You should not wear short pants. Come here. I'm going to change your clothes. Right after that happened, the dad and the mom drove the car out and left the group. Because the leader judged the daughter that you wear short pants. My brother and sister, that is not the way of Christ. Christ's way will not judge anybody. He love people. He loved people. If I were that person, I would say, thank you for coming. Thank you. Instead of staying home, watching TV, you come to church. Thank God. Thank you so much. I don't know. I'm not going to look into a short pen. I don't care. You come to see God. And if you know Jesus, one day you're going to be changed anyway. It's not the rule of the church going to change people. Don't judge anybody, please. Love people. Amen. Hallelujah. The fourth principle, number one, seek the kingdom of God first. Number two, become the sword and the light, become like Jesus. Number three, don't judge anybody. Number four, Matthew 18, 21 to 35. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brothers when he sins against me? Up to seven times. Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. 490 times, or forever, and indefinite. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all he had to be sold to repay the debt. The servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. The servant master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me. He demanded. His fellow servant fell on his knees. He did the same thing and begged him, Be patient with me and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed and went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in you wicked servant, he said, I cancel all the debt of yours because you beg me to. Should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger, his master turned him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. This is how my heavenly father would treat each of you unless you forgive your brother from your heart. The, third, uh, the fourth principle is that we should forgive those who offend us, mistreat us, discriminate us, show favoritism against us, or judge us unfairly with an evil attitude. Forgive everybody. Look at Matthew chapter 5 verses 44 to 48. When I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good, and he sends rains on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who loved you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same. And if you greet your brethren only, people who you like, what do you do more than others? Do not even the tax collectors do so? Therefore, you shall be perfect just as your Father in heaven is perfect. My brothers and sisters, we should forgive. We should bless those who persecute us. Do good to them. Amen. And God is going to be on your side. Our God is a God of payback. You remember the story of Joseph. Joseph was discriminated and mistreated by his brothers. They hated him. They sold him into slavery. He was taken away from home. And then he was mistreated again by his boss' wife. He was put in jail. All these times, Joseph forgave everybody. Joseph still worked hard, shined the light of God, become the sword and the light in his master home. He was so faithful, loving, kind, and gracious to people around him all the time. Wow, what a wonderful man. And what happened? God looked from heaven and said, I'm going to pay this man back. He was a man of God. God let him out of the jail and became the Prime Minister of Egypt. He was number two in the greatest nation in that generation. Not only that, God gave him the interpretation of the dream that there would be seven years of famine. And he saved the whole country by gathering food for seven years. And after that, he saved his family, his dad, his brother. He brought them into the land of Goshen and blessed them and took care of them. You see, you, you choose the way of God, forgiving, doing the right thing, treat people with grace, forgiveness, God in heaven looked to you and say, Oh, I like this guy. I'm going to promote him. That's what happened to me. I was mistreated for the whole one year in 1985 when I came to America at the University of Washington. I was laughed at, ridiculed on my accent. People looked down on me. I just did the same thing like Joseph did. I gave. I showed grace to people. I worked hard. I showed love to people. Smile at people. Greet people. Even sometimes I greeted some doctors at Harborview Hospital. They don't even look at my face because. I'm the only Asian guy there. All the rest are Caucasian doctors. I still show love to people. You know what happened the next year? My boss promoted me to be the biggest chief resident. The boss over all the American doctors in the second year. And he gave me promotion. Exactly what happened to Joseph happened to me. But shorter time than Joseph. Joseph spent a lot of years in jail, but I was only one year. I choose to forgive. I choose to seek the kingdom first. I never missed church, even though I didn't sleep the whole night. I performed surgery, emergency surgery, car accident whole night. Next morning, da, let's go to church. My eyes could not open, but I still went to church. I sought the kingdom of God and I want to become the sword and the light in this world. My brother and sister, God's word always works. Obey the word of God. Next one, number five, Isaiah 117. Learn to do right, seek justice, defend the oppressed, take up the cause of the fatherless, plead the case of the widow. James chapter 2, verse 14. Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs. What good is it? If one of you says to him, Go, I wish you well. Keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about his physical needs. What good is it? My dear brother and sister, in our society, A lot of people have been mistreated. There may be orphans, widows, people of minority, speaking with accent, poor people, people who did not grow up in a good family with high education. They did not have good backgrounds. They were ridiculed, discriminated against. They were judged and ignored. And say, you are not important here. I'm not going to talk to you. Or they are poor because they came from poor family. Whatever. That people look down on them. We as a believer, we should seek justice by defending them. Treating them right. With love. With honor. Speak to them with honor. We should defend those who have been mistreated. Amen. We should not join the crowd to discriminate others. I like the story. In the book of Galatians, what happened is this. Peter was with all these Jewish Christians in that generation. And he met the Gentile Christians. Peter said, I'm not going to sit there on that table with these Gentiles. They are not my people. I am Jewish. Discrimination. I like it. Paul walking. The apostle Paul walking. Hey. Peter, (laughs) this is in front of everybody. You make mistake. You judge all these Gentiles. You don't want to sit on the same table with them. Repent. Thank God, Peter repented. You see, even in the church, you can see discrimination in the church. Maybe a group of people sit here. I don't like that group. Oh, I don't like Chinese people. I'm not going to sit with Chinese. Oh, I don't like Indonesian. I'm not going to talk to Indonesian it can happen in a church too. We're not going to do that. we can love everybody, defend everybody, and love the poor, the needy, people walking, no matter what background they have, rich, poor, what nationality. We greet everybody. We love everybody. Amen? We love them. We defend them. Last one. Last one. Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 to 6. Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. All these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city. And blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body. In other words, your kids are going to be blessed. Your grandchildren are going to be blessed. The produce of your ground, your business is going to be blessed. And the increase of your herds, and the increase of your cattle, and the offspring of your flocks. God going to bless the work of your hand, your business. Blessed shall be your basket, your bank account. And your knitting bowl your investment. Blessed shall you be when you come in. And blessed shall you be when you go out. Why did I read this scripture? Let me read another one. Deuteronomy 30, 15 to 16. See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil. If you look around your life, there is Life and good, and there is also evil and curse. In that, I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in His ways, and to keep His commandments, His statutes, and His judgments, that you may live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land which you go to possess. What does it mean here? No matter what other people talk about you, think of you, treat you, say about you. Hey, they are not your God. They don't determine your destiny. They don't determine your future. The person who determines your future and your destiny is God. You make a choice. God, I choose the blessing. I choose life. I choose your favor and your grace. So I can obey you. I'm going to serve you. This is one of the reasons I tell you the truth. I want to open the church. And even though I have to wear masks for the whole day today, and it's hot, I don't care. I'd rather be in the church. Because the Bible say in the book of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, I want to obey the Bible. Don't miss the meeting. I want God to bless me. Bless my children and grandchildren and my members. This pastor wants the blessing from God. I'm going to do what is right. I'm going to follow his statutes. I'm follow his commandments. I'm not afraid of the COVID-19. I believe God will not let me die easily. I still have a, a lot of work to do for God. COVID-19, get out of here. You cannot touch me. Amen? I'm not afraid of COVID-19. I live in the fear of God. I'm going to obey Him. And let God bless me so that I can bless the nations. Yes. Because I obey God. I was so encouraged on Friday. I saw a dentist. She is an American Russian woman dentist. What I try to give you example here is to show you that when a man really choose God, follow God and be blessed, you can be the blessing to people. She came in with back pain. And I asked her where is your office? He said, in Belgrade Road. Oh, yeah, I know Red Road. Bunch of dentists there. All the offices are dentists' office. And my dentists are there. I have three dentists there. One is the gum doctor. Another one is endodontist, And another one is just regular dentist. I said, oh, I know them. This name, this name. And you know what he said to me? When I heard that I want to give glory to God. He said that we all know each other in that complex. All the dentists know each other. And they all say the same thing. If you need neurosurgeon, you go to Dr. Lau. I'm a Thai man. All these dentists say, if you need a blessing, a good neurosurgeon, go to Dr. Lau. What does it mean? Am I greater than American doctor? No. Am I smarter than American doctor? No. But because I choose to obey God, God bless the work of my hands, that my patients are doing well, no complication. The pain is gone. I fix everybody. Everyone is happy. Want to hug me. Want to. Uh, somebody even bought the chocolate for me. Say, oh, you changed my life. I know you like chocolate. God bless me so that I can be the blessing to others. So that I can help people. God bless me financially so I can bless. This morning, Pastor Dan, I talked together that, you know, there is a new church building in Thailand right now. They build a building. We should send money to them. We use our money to help them to build that building. We want to be involved in building the church for Jesus in that Buddhist country. God give me money so I can bless the church. I can bless pastor. She even say, pastor even said, pastor da say that. Not only give to building, but give to the pastor too. God bless us when we choose God. Even though I'm a small guy. I moved from Thailand, speak with accent, live in America, change the nationality from Thai to American. But because I choose God, God bless me. So that I can be the blessing to American people here. I can be the blessing to people around the world. This is what I'm talking about in the book here. 3 John 1, 2. Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. You are so strong in your spirit. You are so healthy. You can help other people. You are so prosperous financially. You can help other people. How many people want to live that way? When people look down on you. Ah. Oh, he's not that good. Look at him. He sings off key. He speaks with accent. When people talk like that to me. I smile. You will see. God bless me. And one day, you're going to ask me to help you. Amen? Don't look down on yourself. Don't feel pity on yourself. Don't retaliate. Don't get mad, yell at them, curse them. No! Just stand up with your shoulder up and say, I'm a child of the living God. I obey God. I'm a servant of God. I serve God and God going to bless me. Just like he promised to Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, verses 2 to 3. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you, John. I will bless you, Tyson. I will bless you, me. I will bless you, Jim and some. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Should that be our lifestyle? We going to seek the kingdom of God first. We will be the salt of the world. We will forgive people. Who ridiculed us. We will not judge anybody. We defend those who have been mistreated. And we also seek the kingdom. Obey him. Serve him. Follow him wholeheartedly. Let him bless me. Bless us. So that we can be the blessing to people around us. I want to live this kind of lifestyle. Amen. Let me read last scripture and we'll finish Revelation 7, 9 to 10. After this, I looked and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language standing before the throne and in front of the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. And they cried out in a loud voice, salvation belongs to our God who sits." On the throne. And to the Lamb. My brother and sister. Soon and very soon. We're going to stand before the throne of Jesus Christ. The Lamb of God. This morning. While we are having breakfast. Pasadena and I. We were talking. Wow. One week went by so fast. Sunday again. You blink your eyes a few times. Another Sunday? You blink a few times? Another Sunday? Time flies so quickly. Soon and very soon, we're going to be standing in heaven. Is that right? We are not going to live on earth forever. We're going to do the best we can. I tell you the truth. The Lord spoke to me. Son, tell my people in New Hope International Church. Don't let COVID-19 steal your rewards in heaven. So many people are so much in fear. And the Lord asked me, how many years they're going to be in fear like this and never serve me I never do anything. Life is too short to live in fear. I rather come to church, preach. Bless people, smile to people. A while ago, I walk out to greet so many people. Hi, how are you? I pray for you. One person needs prayer. She has some physical problem. I pray. Instead of sitting at home and do nothing. When I pray for her, I accumulate my rewards in heaven. I send up material to build my mansion. The day the clock is clicking, every day has gone by. My God asked me how long my people going to be in the parking mode? Because of the covid 19 And stop serving me. Life is too short. And one day when we stand before Jesus, if you are not used to international people, not used to people of different kinds and skin color and different way of doing things, you're going to be shocked. Because the Bible says you're going to stand before all the people of the different tribe, and language and nationality and skin color up there. You need to get used to it now. and love one another now. Amen. The kingdom of God is a kingdom of varieties. Different varieties. Different nationalities. Different skin color and backgrounds. Praise God. I'm not bored. If we all look the same. I will be bored. But we all look different. It's so wonderful. Amen. Father we thank you so much for teaching us. Six principles of how to respond to prejudice, discrimination, favoritism, and being judged by people. Lord, we are not going to be shaken by people's opinion and behavior. We're going to stand in faith, having confidence that I am a child of the living God. My God is the king of all kings and he can bless me. And as I seek your kingdom first, Father, as I obey your command, I forgive people, I don't judge people. I live a life of being the salt and the light of the world, Father. You shall lift me up like an eagle. You shall pour your blessing upon me, just like you did to Abraham. The blessing of Abraham shall overtake me. Come upon me. And it will go down to the thousand generations. My children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren will be blessed. Because of this dad and this mom. Choose to follow God 100%. And I will be the blessing to the people around me, Father. We thank you, Lord. For teaching us. Give us grace. So that we can practice what we learn, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you listen to this teaching and you're not a believer, you're not a Christian, I would like to ask you to join me to be a child of the living God, to go to heaven with me. If you want to do that, pray with me right now. Talk to the Father in heaven. Father in heaven, I admit, Lord. I am a sinner. I repent of my sin. I ask you to forgive me, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Not only that you created me. You also sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die for me. To pay the price for me. My sins are forgiven. My curses are taken away. Sickness is removed from my body. I am healed. I am saved. Poverty is taken away from me. I will be rich to do every good work. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Come into my life right now, Lord. Sit on the throne of my life. I yield to you, Lord. I will obey your teaching. Your commandments. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com so th-